0: Everyone's favorite, Jackson, Pinky, Pinkowski. Uh, We are currently across the country, but not on Monday. We're going to be joining each other live. Super excited. Um, That doesn't affect you guys at all. So bad podcasting lets you know stuff that has nothing to do with your world, but he's great. So much so we're flying to see him. Um, Anyway, he does all of the marketing stuff for our clients with funnels, with paid traffic, with organic traffic. When they have questions about that, I generally turn to Jackson. Um, I think he's done some of the marketing. I know he does some of the marketing for us, some of the copywriting, some of the emails. I don't know if he's done much on our ad stuff. But anyway, guy's been doing a lot of marketing very successfully for a long time, specifically in the cleaning space. So today, I'm going to dive deeper on something that we talk about that's really, I would say, foundational. Like if I could really only give one message in marketing, like you can talk marketing, but you can only say one thing, what would it be? It would be this. And you've heard me say it before, but... We talk about it all the time and people still don't do it. So I'm hoping on this podcast, we can get you from, I get the concept to, I'm actually doing it in my world. The big concept, number one, and actually you'll have to tell me, Jackson, if there's another number one, we're going to talk about this one, but feel free to be like, no, there's, if I could only have one thing, it would be different. For me, it would be talk about the client and their pain that they want solved, not about you and your willingness, ability, or quality of solving. Oh, is, if you had one thing to talk about marketing, would that, would that be it? Or is there something that there's another one? We'll save it for another episode, but anything higher on the Mount Rushmore
1: of marketing than talk about them, not about you. That's, that's what I base all my, my copywriting off of. So it's my biggest thing for sure. Okay, cool. And we had not, uh, I told
0: Jessica, we were talking about this, but we had not, I had not corroborated. That would be his number one. I was kind of hoping for a different one, but really, really, really important. And the frustrating part about this one is it sounds so simple. And I think 90% of y'all out there think you're doing that. But then when even our clients who've gone through our, our, coaching and our specific training, they'll turn in stuff that they're not getting it. So I'll give some examples of what we think is talking about them, but it's really not. So things like book a free estimate now, like we think that that's what they want, but it's really what we right? So in copy, you're like, I want them to buy my crap. Schedule your call now, book a free estimate, sign up for our newsletter. Well, those are all calls to action, but we're talking about things that we want. Nobody called going, I would like a free estimate. Or if they did, they really don't want a free estimate. They want time with their family. They want, if they're commercial, to not have their boss yell at them for the place looking crappy. They want to not have to argue with the cleaner. If they're residential, they want to not have to fight with her spouse over who's going to clean up this mess today. So what, I guess I'll give you two questions, Jackson. You can answer either or both in whatever order you like, what egregious mistakes do you see people making when they think they're talking about the client and their pain, but they're really talking about themselves. And what would you say to the people that are like, well, how do I do that? Like give, what are your, what's your perspective?
1: Um, so I would say your first question, um, because I I think the biggest problem is is people think they they have to talk about themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. they think it's a requirement. Like, especially in cleaning companies, people think, oh, I have to talk about what services I provide. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. they're not going to know. Or I I have to explain who runs the company. Otherwise, they're not going to know. I have to do these things, because it's so ingrained, especially today, because you see all these other large companies or even like other cleaning companies that do this. You think, oh, because they're doing it, I must do it, too. And that's, that's just not it's just not the case, um, because even if you see like because I mean, I'm it's a bad comparison, maybe, but like large companies who you think, oh, they are explaining themselves, they're showing themselves off. They're really not because they they are so good at it they twist them into actually being about the customer. Um so that's that's the biggest thing is that they think they have to do it and I'm here to tell you you don't have to do it. It does not you don't have to explain your services, you don't have to explain about your company. That that will all come in due time. Um maybe maybe even not. Sometimes it doesn't. Um and your second question, remind me again. I got I got caught up in my response.
0: Well, now I've got comments on that one. I'm I'm already shiny object syndrome on that one. <laughs> so a couple of things. Jackson mentioned other quote unquote big companies or what you perceive to be successful companies. First of all, I talk to all of them. This is all we do is talk to owners of cleaning companies across the world. A lot of them aren't successful like you think they are. So <laughs> let's let's just get that, off that's what head. I
1: should always I should stipulate is what you as the person bel- believe to be, you know, successful, by which varies widely.
0: Could, could be, they have more revenue than you, but are they making money? And more importantly, are they bigger? Say they are what you want to be. Are they that because of their crap marketing or in spite of their crap marketing, right? There's companies been around for 20 years and they're twice as big as you. And you've been around three years. Is that really a success? <laughs> and if it is, do you want 17 years? You know what I'm saying. So it could be. Well, I've just been doing this for 20 years, and you pick, you stick around for 20 years. You tend to pick up some clients, even if you're terrible at marketing. So always asking. Despite a, is are they really living the dream that I want? Maybe the owner's miserable. Maybe he's not making any money. Maybe he's working 100 hours a week. You know. Maybe, you know, he's been in business 20 years, and I don't want to wait 20 years till I get the success. So make sure they're actually living what you want, and then B are they winning in spite of, or because of the thing that you're considering about their company? And do you even know, like, you know, sometimes, yeah. Um, that's one, two, I wanted, as you were talking, like people like, you know, we think we have to talk about us and I wanted to give an example of what we think we have to do, but you don't your logo, nobody gives, you know, if you're Nike and it's literally a multi-billion dollar image, it makes sense to have that logo literally billions of times all over the world over the span of decades there's some value in that no gosh darn question if you're not nike that logo really isn't going to or mcdonald's or you know coca-cola or an iconic global brand the logo is just about you and they're not super interested um so again logo is a perfect example of you it's about you like it's another way we put and i'm not saying you can't have your logo anywhere but they'll have their website or a piece of direct mail or copy and the most valuable space that the people's eyes are drawn to is this massive logo it's like that's not a call to action it's not about their pain it's nothing and then jackson mentioned the whole you know you got to list all the services that you do not only does it not help believe it or not it can hurt right so if you're like i do floor cleaning residential commercial maid services one-time cleaning deep cleans move in move out if i'm looking for commercial i'm like oh they're also doing residential they must be small commercial you know what i'm saying i'm gonna make a bunch of assumptions So I would go the opposite and be like, we specialize in property management cleanings. That's it. We're the best in the world. That's all we do. If you go to our website, I've had a car dealership, construction company, manufacturing company, coaching company, dozens of companies, not dozens, many, many companies. And one of which was a cleaning company. You know how much that I talk on growmycleaningcompany.com? Virtually none because you guys don't give a crap. And you're going to be like, oh, I only care how he can help me. So really just different angles of the same thing about making it about them. Don't have a big logo. Don't, certainly don't worry about what other people are doing, especially if, you know if they're successful. And yeah, don't tell them every little gosh darn thing that you do. Not only is it not going to help, sometimes it going hurt because like, oh, if you're you know, jack of all trades, master of none. But if you're like, we specialize in getting busy moms, their life back. Holy crap. I'm about that. Right. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Who's that about? You and your corners and your cleaning. You know, we help specialized mom moms get their, their lives back. That's all about the mom and you get their pain. What am I missing, Jackson?
1: No, you, you hit it out right on the head. Um and if 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 people like still don't believe in like the whole logo thing or showing you, yourself off, remember the first like Apple advertisement didn't have a logo on it, it had like three words um and the product and that was it. So, And and they did the logo, the words about us beforehand, and it failed miserably. So technically the first one sucked, but when they did it for real, there was no logo. And so it's, it's definitely true. You don't need to to have all this flashy stuff. And just because someone else has it does not mean you need to follow in those footsteps.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, one of the most, in my opinion, iconic, and this is for old people, Jackson probably, I don't even know this commercial. I know you weren't alive when it came out. Um, one of the most iconic Apple or commercials of all time of, of any sort that I'm aware of, but certainly that Apple has. It was during the Super Bowl in like 1984, right? When they were gonna come and they did George Orwell's 1984. Yeah, it was this,
1: yeah. Was great one. That's that's yeah, like any one of the big, big best marketing campaigns you could ever see. Ever.
0: Doesn't talk about Apple, doesn't talk about the computer, it just talks about breaking free and being different. I think there's two words like think differently or something like that. That's it. And it's a story about me, or it's a story about the viewer. I don't want to be the guy that is George Orwell and doesn't like everyone else. I'm different. I'm special. I'm unique. And Apple doesn't talk about processor speed or <laughs> any of that crap. It's just about how it makes you feel. So that's a bit of an extreme example. I don't think you need to go that far. And again, they've got a big budget. the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. still it's how you make people feel. You know, Maya Angelou, I think said, it's not what you say. It's how you make people feel. Right. And I can't even remember what words were said on that. I think there was a script to it and the guy's talking over video. Can't really remember any of that, even though it's one of the most iconic in Google, that crap, famous Apple commercial, you know, 1984, it'll come up. I promise you. Um, but I remember how it made me feel. I still, I mean, gosh, that was 84, 30, 40 years ago. I remember watching it, seeing it for the first time live on TV going, Whoa. And I was a kid. I couldn't afford an Apple. I didn't know what Apple was. I just, I certainly remember how it made me feel. And it had an impact 30, 40 years later. If Apple would come out and said, we've got the fastest processor. We're the best. Steve Jobs is good looking. And he's a good owner. and We're this and we're that. And just Apple logo, Apple logo. No one would be talking about it. Hey, new friend, love that you are here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you wanna say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. All right, so day-to-day, Jackson, what are the biggest, easiest to fix, lowest hanging fruit mistakes you see people making and what would be a good replacement for that kind of behavior of talking about themselves as opposed to talking about the client and their pain.
1: Um well I mean you you kind of touched on it is like like the logo um like uh, again too like the entire website or your entire company so many people get hung up on that and that is such a such a vanity thing um for yourself. It's like oh look, my big fancy website. Um I've got about us, I've got know, frequently asked questions, I've got all these things, um, but genuinely it, it's it's who you serve, why you do it, or why it's being done, and what they're going to get out of it. What's that value? Um, Ultimately, you know, storytelling and, and marketing in general, mar- marketing is a story, you're telling a story, and the flow of that is the person on the other side is is the hero. And right now they're in some sort of funk, Um, they're having issues, they have a pain and uh, you are their guiding light to, to fixing that pain. What you provide them is the ultimate value for them to become the hero of their own story. Um, And, and you're literally along for the ride. And, and genuinely, once you get that into your head, it, it clicks, you see it, you start to see it in your day-to-day life and you start to apply it so much easier to yourself and um, what you're doing with your business. And it, it makes a massive, massive difference because nobody else does it really, uh, does it really well, aside from like, you know, what we just talked about with Apple. Um, but things like that, that really, that customer-centric approach will, will change everything.
0: Yeah. It's frustrating because I think a lot of us build websites for our in-laws. <laughs> right or just so you can show you know it's fancy and it looks great a million bucks and you can show it to your friends and family they will go ooh and on you should that's those and when I say website brochures flyers websites emails whatever advertising, fill in the blank right postcards it's all we do it so we can show it to our friends and family they go ooh that looks really good. And most of the time, we don't even track results. So that's the only feedback we get is from our friends and family. We don't track actual ROI. So that's the only feedback we get. Make sure you make stuff that is going to make your clients take action, not that your friends and family that probably aren't
1: marketers or effective marketers are going to say they like. Or even Um, your customers. Your friends and family aren't your customers. (laughs) Well, even
0: your customers might go, oh, I like this better. This looks better. But I'm not interested in what they say looks better. I'm interested in what makes them take the action to get the help that they need. Yeah. So one of the things I want to bring up that Jackson, and I kind of again touched on before we hit record is sales versus marketing. And marketing is really just kind of a sales conversation one to many and a sales conversation is a sales conversation one to one. So when you've got good marketing, you're going to integrate a lot of that into your sales and I see people when they finally get the marketing, they don't get it into sales. So they'll do this great marketing job with a customer in their pain. The customer calls them out and they get in and they start running their hand along the 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 thing, looking in disgust, like we could do better. And they start talking about how we don't, you know, they'll be like, Oh, I didn't like the other person because they had different people out here all the time. Well, we always have like, no matter what they say, as opposed to really diving into their pain, they just say we don't do that. They would just start we, 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 we. So they forget it. So don't. Easy. So first of all, most people that listen to this, unfortunately, are not going to go change their marketing. And the easiest way, by the way, is just go count all the IS, we, our logos, your company name, your personal name is on there versus the magic word, you, your, that's what they want. That's all they care about is them. Right? So if I was marketing Jackson, I'd use the word Jackson every seventh word, because that's his favorite word. But because I don't know Jackson's name and one, the mini marketing, I have to put you, your, right? Because I don't, I don't, I can just say you and Jackson knows I'm referring to him. So Make sure that when you make this change in your marketing, if you do, you make it in your sales as well. And it's so easy to talk about. We have to talk about the presentation. I have to talk about what we clean and how often we clean and how good we clean. And if we're gonna do the windows or not the windows, like they're so bored by that. They just want the outcome, right? Like for you guys, we never talk about ourselves or our coaching on this. We just give you guys value. But let's say I was doing a sales presentation like, well, we're this and Jackson's really good. and I do this and here's how we coach. And this is the cause. And we do this and look at all the money I have. And I'm I'm rich and I've sold all these, but like you're just, it makes me vomit. You want to fake do it because you guys aren't interested. We talk about you and your pain. And then when you say, oh my gosh, that's exactly it. How can you help? You know how long I spent on that? Two seconds. The very minimum I can spend to like explain it. And then we get you right into actually getting you help. So... Yeah, that's the big one. Just when you first and foremost get this into your marketing, you'll start getting a lot more sales calls. Don't revert to how <laughs> on your sales call, like now you're going to hear about me. By God, you're in front of me. We're going to talk about me. Keep it about them and their pain. Anything to add on that,
1: Jackson? Uh, it, people love to talk about themselves. Um, and and I, I already hear people on the other side. like, well, I don't know the pain of my customers. Or I don't know the pain. It's like, if you let people talk, you will... You will probably be able to log into their bank accounts honestly with with the details they will give you and and there's there's your 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 information um and you're not being deceptive you're not being you know bad or you're not being a bad salesperson a cheesy salesperson or anything like that you are literally trying to help them in the best way possible that's your goal right and that's through your cleaning company and if they tell you like yeah i'm arguing with my spouse all the time I'm coming home depressed because I have to spend five hours cleaning after I just spent all day working. I just don't have the time for this anymore. It's like, well, yeah, this, uh, I have the solution for you. And like Mike said, you explain that in a minute, 30 seconds, and then uh, you move or on. Or zero
0: seconds. Great. We can get you on the calendar Wednesday and I'm just taking care of you.
1: There you go. Even better. Like you, you can literally skip the the whole gosh darn thing. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you, Jackson. Go ahead. No, no, that was perfect. That was perfect. And it's it's usually, yeah, only if they like explicitly start to ask you for these types of things that again, you just kind of, you you go through it as you need to really. And even
0: then, I'm still going to loop them back to their pain. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in Jackson's house and we, and the cool thing is if you do a good job getting them to talk about their pain, they're not going to ask about the superficial things. So for those of you like, I tried to get pain, they won't talk about it. You get asked better questions. So people love to talk. They hate to listen. They love to buy. They hate to be sold to, right? So don't sell to them allow them to buy here. I got this from Jack Daly, best forward treatise. And it goes right into when we say there's, if I could have one thing, it would be uh, on marketing. It would be to talk about them, not about you. The one thing in sales would be to have them talk about them <laughs> and you listen. So that's all the that changes as opposed to you talking about them in, in marketing. Cause they can, you know, they can't talk in a sales call, have them talk about them and the best forward masterclass I've ever heard on sales, Jack Daly, giving credit, ask questions and listen. That is it. If you want to be better than 90% of the salespeople out there, ask questions and listen. I d- didn't say, tell them about your stuff. Didn't say, tell them how you can solve it. Oh wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't like that. We can solve that. We're the best in the world. We're ask questions and listen. That's it. So man, I think that's quite a bit. Jackson, I'm gonna let you close it out any way you see fit. And then that'll be that. Um,
1: yeah, I, I guess, I guess uh, as I was thinking as we were doing this and thinking through this, and um, like, if I were to give people homework, they were like, Oh, how, how do I, how do I, you know, go about doing this? Or where do I, where do I see examples of this? Um, Probably the best example for this right now. And I know it's, it's a larger company, but principle is the same is, is Disney. Their commercials for their parks, their cruise lines, um, basically any of those experiences, not the movies so much, but the experiences, not a single one of them talks about the company, the rides, the food, the hotels, none the of worst, that. Disney's got the worst rides out there. Like if you like yeah. roller coaster going fast, mediocre rides at best. No, it's it's all about escaping the junk that you got going in your life. Like their cruise commercial, I just saw, I was like, it's literally a guy working from home. He looks miserable and he's got the magic boat in the bottle that calls him. And then he gets transported on the boat with his family, have an amazing time. And then he so, transports him back to his office. And he's like, I'm going to book a Disney cruise because it solves my life. It solves my pain in that moment. And that is literally, you take that example and translate it, man, my customers are miserable because they have to clean all the time. I'm solving that pain for them. I'm going to show them
0: that. Man, I love Disney's. Uh, and again, I love everything about the company for sure. But I love, they're so good at marketing and advertising. Yeah. Um, that little animation of the towers of the you know, Tinkerbell Tower, whatever it is, and the little Tinkerbell kind of going over. It's like a one second animation. I think they do at the beginning, of all the movies. Um, and probably on all their commercials or many of their commercials. My kid knows that. Like when he see he knows what that is and he doesn't know what Disney is. He doesn't know any of that. He just knows. And I love that I do at the beginning of the movie. Cause like, this is, again, it's all about how they make you feel. And that's all that the guy, I love that, that picture of the guy at his work desk feeling like, I feel this way. It's the same. It's whatever. I don't like this. I can go here and I can feel different. Like when I was a kid or feel free, I can whatever. And then it it shows them the great call to action back to the thing. Like, all right, now I'm going to book a cruise. Now I'm going to like make it happen. So definitely ask questions and listen in sales, talk about them in marketing, make it about them and their pain. They don't care about you. And it is insidious. Definitely. Definitely. And again, if you end up working with us, we will walk through into marketing audit with you. If um, not, find someone to just go through your stuff because it's hard on your own thing we, we we can be very blind you'll go through and think i'm only talking about them and their pain you'd be shocked ask your customers all right guys if you want more on that girl, my cleaning company.com, tons of free resources believe it or not none of it talks about our service it just talks about you and your pain and gives you a bunch of resources uh to help Grow Your Cleaning Company. I think there's even an option. You can book a call uh, with one of us. There's nothing for sale that I'm aware of, but tons and tons of tools to grow your cleaning company for free. Check it out. We'll see you there. Well, here we are the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job.